Good evening. Welcome to Love Food Hate Money presents the first annual Take My Money Awards. I will be your host for the evening, Jonah, and this will be my co-presenter, Courtney. Hey! This year's event is brought to you by White Wine. Yay, wine. Yay! What is it, Courtney? It's a white wine. Nice. What's it taste like? White wine. Plum and prickly pear. That was very upsetting for me, and it's not nice of you to bring it up so soon. <laughs> that show, for any of you that haven't watched that show, you should watch White Lotus season two, I suppose, but also know that when they're tasting the Sicilian wine, their notes are off. That's all I have to say about it. That's all you have to say. What are we drinking tonight? We're drinking some Albarino from Rias Baixas. Part of the Spanish collection of goods that we purchased from Costco recently to celebrate this monumentous occasion. Oh yes, nothing like a whole bunch of wholesale Spanish products to <laughs> <laughs> truly celebrate a We have a moment. Iberico ham, we have manchego cheese, we have Albarino. Everything that you could ever want. Got all things that are good. What is this wine supposed to taste like? Well, tastes pretty citrusy. Um, classic calls for Maria Spicious are, or for Albarino, is um, margarita. A lot of people taste like salinity and lime when they taste it. I kind of get that. The tasting notes on the actual bottle, because it's a Costco bottle that gives you, tells you what you're supposed to taste. Um, let's see. It says you should taste pineapple, passion fruit, and slightly grassy with creamy density and a long, clean finish. This is really weird. This is, I don't think this is typical for Albarino at all, but it's tasty. It's fine. I wish it was cheese, but it's fine. That cheese comes after the award show. <laughs> the award show. I'm so excited. We made it to the end of the year, which, you know, for Another us, one. big deal out here thriving or just surviving. Um, so we put together a list of, I think it's 11 categories. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, 10, 11. <laughs> We're doing it live. Um, of things that really stood out to us over the year, um, whether that be service, whether that be a great cocktail, whether that be our favorite meal that we had this year. Um, so we could give you our hot takes for the year 2022 in recap. Tell you what happened to us that was good and what we'll try to be living up to in 2023. Should we do a worst of list for the next episode? That would be good. That might be a little slanderous, though. The worst Jonas dinner would be my favorite category. It's <laughs> going to be Bolivia. <laughs> was... Okay. okay. <laughs> Just immediately focus. starts roasting. Yikes. And the nominees are? The nominees are, well, <laughs> the first kidding. category that we've brought together is going to be the best fast food item category. A lot of good entries this year. A lot of good nominees. The Italian sandwich from Wendy's. You really love that one. Not the Italian sandwich from Burger King. Bad. That one makes it on the bad list. Um, what else did we have that was good this year? We had our food? first ever Mexican pizza. Mexican pizza was a good fast food item. I had a, my first Enchirito. Yes, the Enchirito was back for a limited time. That was top tier as we always. We had a McRib. We both had our first and last McRibs. We had an Impossible Whopper. The Impossible Whopper. Um, 
And we agreed on a, an old tried and true classic. Best fast food item this year is still, in fact, the spicy chicken sandwich from Popeye's. Round of applause. Round of applause. Um, it's just good. It's good every time. I've heard that some people are like, oh, it's gross. Well, you have a bad location. I don't know what to tell you. It's unfortunate to live to next to a bad location because I don't think there's such a thing as a good location. There's just like locations and then bad ones. Exactly. Um, but no, I it's always the same where we like it's it as far as fast food goes, it's what we need out of it as to be that four to six dollar range. Delicious, just enough spice, just enough crispy Weird buttery brioche bun. Pickles. Pickles. Their pickles are good quality. I like their pickles. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the next category is, and we don't agree on this one. This one, there's some scandal. There's (laughs) scandal up and down the Across the board, yeah. Uh, Best dessert that we had this year. Mm -hmm. Do you want to give your pick? Well, so some of the nominees include the donuts from anime. I thought that was your pick. Yeah, well, it's still one of the nominees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's how awards work, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Cordy's watching award shows where they're like, these are the nominees. This person we didn't mention won. And everyone's just like, what the hell? Just <laughs> staring off into the abyss. Yeah, I'll be quiet now. The, the Well, so the donuts for anime were my pick. Yes. Those ones were very yummy because they had pandan and lemon curd involved. And those mm, are... They were really exceptional. A couple of my favorite things. I think it was like... a It was, it was lemon curd inside and then it was a pandan sugar coating? Or was no, it pandan the pandan was too? custard. And then the outside was the lemon sugar coating. Mm, they were very yummy. I like those a lot. Um other nominees include Stella Jean's ice cream, which is Courtney's pick, because that's how we're doing this now. <laughs> <laughs> I, Stella Jean's was very good. I didn't think that it was. I mean, it was definitely better than the <laughs> the rotten egg ice cream from Salt and Straw. Salt and Straw. That that was. It we was can't keep talking one. about the bad ones. We have to make another list. No, that one was a nominee for <laughs> you know most creative. Oh. <laughs> Um, Callie, I think, had a really standout dessert with their um, Harry ice cream, Tur- Turkish Harry ice cream. <laughs> I Which can't is remember the name. The only thing we can ever remember it being called that was presented to us the first time, and it's how we'll always refer to it more than likely. I feel like the dessert at Valentine's always good. The dessert at Sotis is always good. Like, there's a lot of great options. Yeah, Sotis, I like their lemon tart because it had time. But the last time we went, they didn't have the lemon tart, and I was a sad tart. <laughs> Um, so the winner, you know, I might, I might agree with you. I might say that the donuts can edge out the ice cream. Ooh. (laughs) Um, what, I can't remember what flavor of ice cream that you had. Wow, you really liked it, huh? (laughs) You hate to see it, folks. You heard it here first. The donuts from Amazon. Well, I can't remember if I had the sorbet or the ice cream when we went. It was very good, though. I like But that everything shot. we had was good because we tried, like, all the flavors they had at the time, so. Yep. And I, something that they did at all ice cream parlors in San Diego, well, were their waffle cones. Delicious. Good waffles across the board. You love to see it. Love to see it. And the best pastry of the year. Nominees include. The chocolate croissants of Valentine. Yep. The chocolate croissant and also the uh, little Danish. The, the peach with custard. Yes, that one was good. Um, so good. Other nominees included 
the vegan chocolate cake skull at dark hall yeah i was i was trying to think of the name of that place i was like the vegan place yes oh the um which pastry place was it the danish we had at hikiri oh yeah i can't remember the name of the... that one was by um this is about a couple of the coffee shops that day yes we'll try to... dang it i won't can't remember also very good but it was a unanimous decision on Queen Amon from La Quachette de Quan in San Diego. We had two of them this year. We had the spice plum and the strawberry rhubarb, and they were just both incredible. It reminded me of why people freaked out about Queen Amon originally back in, like, I remember first hearing about them in 2012, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, well, didn't you just hear somebody pronounce that word so incredibly wrong? Yes, yes, I did. I can't even remember how he said it. I won't name names, but he lived in France and he said it. <laughs> and I went, I don't think that and you, I don't think anybody understood what you wanted from them. And in, in, while you were there, <laughs> I, I think he called it. What did he call Queeg? it? <laughs> I want to say he pronounced it Quigamen. <laughs> and I had to like stop and think about it for a while. And I was like, like, what this, are you talking definitely about? Definitely the pastry that this man is referencing, but. You know, if you ever see a word that looks funny spelled C C, I don't even know the letters K O U I G N space A M A N N, Queen Amon. Queen Amon. More you know, they were delightful. It's basically, I, I guess, I mean, people might not know, it's uh, laminated dough. I think. Yes, it's layers of pastry with butter between them. Um, and then they're usually molded into like, um, a baking cup and then you would fill that with some kind of fruit filling. Um, and then they also usually have sugar sprinkled in with the layers and on the top as well. Yeah, they usually do a nice, like, uh, thick, almost like cast, not caster sugar, but the almost like sugar pearls, nice crunchy sugar. Mm -hmm. Give you a little sweet pops in texture. They're very good. And next best overall meal. Best overall meal who were some of the nominees in this one courtney i had such a hard time with this one and i still don't think i have my answer um this is the one that she's been in turmoil with everyone it like stresses me out right because i you know want to give honest feedback um i thought our me- our last meal we had at sotis was perfect i thought everything was executed beautifully it was delicious um sushi datakoro was really, really high on my list. Um, that was a delicious lunch. Everything there was just beautiful and perfect. Um, Down to the pudding at the end. Yummy, yummy little puddings. Yes. Uh, anime was a great meal. Anime was a good meal. Um, let's see. Cali was a good meal. Pizzeria Bianco this year was a great meal. I enjoyed that a lot. Especially the uh, dessert. The chocolate. The flourless chocolate cake. The, the chocolate fudge bar at the classic. end. Classic. It's a classic. Um, the last time we went to Valentine for dinner, which has been a while, we need to go back. But was that even this year? Are we confident on that? Uh not confident. Okay. <laughs> but that was really good. It was delicious in like somewhat recent memory, but we not... need to go try the new menu at Kai. Yes. Um, but agreed. What, what's your winner? So of those nominees, mine is not listed. Well, no, I'm saying that we didn't even talk about the the winner for me, but Callie. I like the meal. I said Callie. 
Oh, well, I don't listen to you. I know. <laughs> Callie is, I think, my was my favorite meal overall front to back. Um, I think Sushi Tadakoro is the other one that came to mind immediately just because of, like, how, it, how delicious it was. But we also went in for lunch service and only like had water so it wasn't like as fun as like doing a dinner with a wine pairing in that regard sure it'd been cool to do like a sake pairing with the set lunch but that was i don't know if that was even in the cards i don't know if that was an option they had some options but um i want to agree with you on cali but i can't sure because there was one dish on that menu that i just did not fish pasta i did not enjoy the the tuna casserole pasta The tuna helper was <laughs> wonderful. I it's not that whole menu. I'm surprised you liked that going to that restaurant overall because there was three out of the five dishes on the tasting menu were like right up your might not like alley. Yeah, like hey, the I... opposite of your alley. I don't know what the opposite of an alley would be, <laughs> but it is that, that's right up yours, <laughs> right up your valley. Oh my god. Um, I think that. My palate is constantly changing and like growing and there's certain things that I'll try one time that I don't like and I'll try it again and I don't like. Then I'll try it a fourth time or a fifth time and it's like, actually, you know what? This is fine. Um, And so like the beet and salmon dish. That one in particular made me laugh. I typically do not enjoy raw salmon. Yep. uh, And I don't particularly enjoy enjoy beets, but I thought that was a really great dish and I think that that is a mark of a really great dish when you can take things that people don't like mm-hmm. and make it something that they enjoy. Like, look, it's not always bad, but it's still definitely not your favorite. The but tuna it's casserole not bad. one is just still a no. For the me. tuna casserole is incredible. It was, if it, 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 I imagine that they, it was tuna that they brought in and then confit themselves, so it was like oil packed tuna was the texture consistency flavor. Yeah, and then tomato product and rigatoni basically, and it it tasted like a tuna helper bake it was very much for me it was for you and then their chicken dish was phenomenal the chicken dish is easily the best chicken i've ever eaten and that hurts for me to say because i love fried chicken i love nashville hot chicken i think it was the best for me that wasn't fried chicken because yes i think fried chicken lives in its own category in my mind that's fair i would say best non-fried chicken goes to chicken breast i've ever eaten in my life sure phenomenal it was i can't wait to eat there again i'm so excited um but i actually think i'm gonna give it to sushi tadakoro yeah that's another meal where there was two things where i was like i don't want to it's not my favorite like i hope it's not on our tasting menu it was both bites were delicious yeah um and those are the experiences i want to have where i'm pushed out of my comfort zone and i eat things that i don't typically like and then really enjoy it Mm -hmm. on to our next category from best overall meal to our best dish. It's a unanimous winner here. I, If you've known us for more than 30 seconds, you know what this is already. Nominees um, include... In the... fact, that I'm a little upset with us now for not including Glybon in our best meal. Yeah, I that's fair. I did think about it as far as the best meal talks. It's a place that I would consistently go back to. Um, it's... it's I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's something about, I think. Is it too familiar uh, now? It doesn't feel it special? Seems, yeah, I think it's too familiar. So <laughs> it doesn't honestly, feel like a separate, like it doesn't feel It's comfort food at this yeah. point. Like if I am sad or if I am excited or if I'm having just a really strong emotion. So, you know, anytime 
Um, She's full of strong emotions, everyone. <laughs> I just want to eat a Glyvon. Like, I just want to. Yeah. And so the spicy uh, fried oyster mushrooms. It's a nominee. And uh, I, other nominees include. <laughs> Guys, it, it won. There's a spoiler alert. Got, you just they really know. jumped into this one. You know what? They are, they know. You have to give the people the anticipation. Okay. The, so, well, the we, can, we can do honorable mentions. Oh, okay. Who would you like to honorably mention? Um, The tartar at Sotis. Tartar at Sotis was very good. Um, honorable mention to the chicken from... Chicken from Cali. Cali. Um, the... <laughs> Uh, was it the lamb chop at anime? Really spectacular. Ooh, we had the little crispy lamb. That was boys. a great dish. Um, the shrimp toast at Valentine. That was also very great good. dish. Um, I really liked the omakase pizza that we had at Tribute. Ooh, that's that a, a really good entry. That was a fun dish, and I think that one it gets an honorable mention because it wouldn't be done the same again. So it's kind of fun to have. Yes, that. one of a kind. I mean, I'm sure it's been done again. I'm sure that the oh yeah, three or everybody four pizza that night got back the same. There just like <laughs> this is what it is. I don't want to think about it. I already wrote out 15 of these cards. Yeah, I'm covered in flour. Um, and it, we also have to clarify too for the oyster mushrooms at Glybon, we don't order them just off the menu like normal people. We we tell them every we time have. we have, but we have gotten into the habit of ordering them extra spicy. Yes, and they put a bunch of this delicious like. Thai chili paste on it. Definitely, there's Thai. There's more Thai chilies on that dish than what normally appears um, without and, the spicy and it's, mod. I don't even know if that they do anything other than just throw on like a little bit of Thai yeah, they're chili like chopped preserved Thai chilies the, um, in the vinaigrette. Normal vinaigrette that they use on them, but it is it makes it so much better. So spicy, but it is so good. Wow, I'm so hungry now. Okay, you love to see it. Beyond the best dish, we move on to the best cocktail. There is some room for debate on this yeah, one. Yeah, this one's hard because... Nominees included, we didn't drink that many cocktails. Uh, that's honestly true. We have definitely cut back how much we've been drinking, and that really as, translates. As people listen to us on a weekly basis, having usually an alcoholic <laughs> True. The cocktail specifically, I've been reeled back on. There was a point in our life where we would go to a cocktail bar three nights a week, and that has definitely stopped. Even this, like, we had a vacation recently, and it was spent at home. Yes. Taking care of just miscellaneous things versus going out to restaurants every night, which would have been the norm for us. True. We've, you know, we're we're maturing as... um, we still Years love food, on. and we hate our money differently. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we love our time differently. Sure. I, there's, a, there's a big commitment of getting out and gussying up, and there's something nice about wearing pajama pants and drinking some hot cocoa mix that you bought from your, your local girl, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like Tracy's a drug dealer. <laughs> That's because she is. She um, deals in alcohol and sugar. We did have some really great cocktails, though. I can't remember exactly what we had at False Idol in San Diego, but I thought all the drinks there were excellent. It was all yummy tiki drinks, um, yeah. I love Disco Dragon. Uh, their Ube Milk Punch is probably one of my favorite drinks. Yeah, um, I agree with that. And then um, one that I haven't had this year, but I saw an article for it again recently, was the Eggnog from Valentine. Yes. And then 1912 has the uh, Sarsaparilla Float. 
Yes, that one's very tasty. That one's delicious. That one lives in both the dessert and cocktail category. Yes, it's the dessert like cocktail. Nice in like between. Like espresso martinis or chocolatinis. People ordered chocolatinis at work the other day, and I do you feel got different? Afraid. I just wanted <laughs> someone to order an apple teeny as well, and then make a whole thing out of it. Whew. I haven't had like a really good espresso martini in a while. Well, we got to We got to fix that. Steve's is right down the road. <laughs> But if it's not Dewan making it, is it even worth it? No, I like watching him work. Um. <laughs> so, what was your favorite then? I think favorite my cocktail? favorite. So we went back and forth on this. Um. So the funny thing about the best cocktails for both of us is that we enjoyed them in the batch format. Um. Because my one two toss up would be egg, the eggnog from Valentine mm-hmm. and the ube milk punch at Disco Dragon, and Disco Dragon does their cocktails via batch. Um straight from a tap line and that is what eggnog is too so i think the cons the the thread of consistency is um well it's consistency for us yes had too many cocktails where it's like oh this is really good the one time i had it and then you have another time and you go well that not the same they didn't care quite as much so it's nice to have it be that reliable with you know various bartenders who what have you yeah i think the ube milk punch is probably my winner my that one could almost go dessert, honestly. That it's one is a dessert cocktail. Super rich and delicious. Yeah. Very um, tasty. You get the sort of earthy sweetness from the ube and then the float of condensed milk. So you get the texture and then the, the dairy sweet there. Do we just like dessert cocktails in our old age? Because I just had an overwhelming memory of the um, hot buttered rum from Con and Copper. And I feel I so of, sad now. I saw a bunch of articles for hot buttered rum recently, and I thought about that. Pretty easy to make. You just have to make compound butter, and then I'm gonna message Tiffany and, and ask for the recipe. <laughs> I mean, it's the quote batter is literally just compound oh, it was butter. So in good. Any of them. Um, the next category to stick with drinks is the best coffee drink we had this year, yes. and we're gonna go with actual specialty drinks and not obviously the best cup of coffee because that's super subjective and like nominees include the weird caramel apple almond milk (laughs) from starbucks do you you remember that yes that one was wild yes um the cookie butter latte at space coffee that one was really good that, I one, that one was a lot. so both sweet of, uh, and both, sugary both of them we had at space <laughs> were good there was the, the speculus one and then there was the um i had one that was supposed to taste like a brandy something i don't know a brandy snap something like that yeah i don't think so but the i just love flavored lattes like you could, it's sacrilegious. Whatever, I do not care. I think they are so delicious. Um, I don't. Well, the ginger I, snap latte at Pear right now is super delicious. That one was good. Not honorable mention goes to their spicy ones. Pear always be doing spicy drinks. You don't like the no spicy, spicy drinks. drinks for old men. <laughs> um, I mean, you have to talk about one of your favorites. Yeah. So. This one is both a nominee and an honorable mention because she did not win. But the flying monkey from Golden Road, Golden Brick, Golden <laughs> Brick Road, yeah. <laughs> dyslexia really threatened me with its ugly head right there. Um, Brick Road, yeah, yeah, Brick Road. We live right down the street. They are great. They are a very fun little little shop. It's adorable. They have the best stickers. 
they have great stickers and they've got the it's a very much a college town. It's you go there to study and hang out. Study, hang out. And so they've got the flying monkey, which is for the large one, six shots of espresso and then like an Irish cream creamer thing. And it's never the right temperature. Um, but I love yeah, it because you can't chill that much espresso. <laughs> yeah, that's that <laughs> that's an the, ungodly amount of caffeine. That one's fun because I get to I can feel my eyeballs when I'm done drinking. Oh, it. my God. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my favorite comes from the coffee tour that we did. Well, um, this one's my favorite too. This was uni- this was one with unanimous. I don't think so. You really have a love affair for the flying monkey. Yeah, um, well, that's like the dirty mistress. Oh my god! That you get when things aren't necessarily going your way. <laughs> wow, hot take. Um, the salted maple shigarado from Hikiri. Um, that was a really delicious drink. Perfectly balanced. Um, lightly sweet. The salt added a good little punch to it, and like the maple played off the espresso flavor profile that they were using, whether intentionally or happenstance. It was, it was just wonderful. a great drink, and I really want to have it again soon. Agreed. Saturday or Sunday, baby. They, I, I wanted. We should ask them next time what their day jobs are because it's. They have to do something else. They can't only work four hours on the weekends with a little coffee stand and be like, this is. If they can, maybe, we're, we're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, maybe they hit it big in the stocks. They're stock folks. Stonks. The stonks. Games. <laughs> they, were, <laughs> that, they, they made it big with game stonks and then just bought a little bus and now they make coffee for fun. Ugh, the dream. Love that for them. The next category we're moving into is going to be the best atmosphere nominees include everyone that we've mentioned before literally everywhere i bar 1912 i think specifically needs to get mentioned because it's a really gorgeous space honestly i think that's one of the best things about new restaurants right now and even ones that have been established around for a few years is the level of detail that goes into the atmosphere of the dining room the bathroom you know, every part of the restaurant that you see as a guest is special and somebody has taken time to make it really beautiful, um, which makes the overall experience better, in my opinion. Sure. It's an interesting thing to talk about, too, because there's atmospheres that, like, you want to go back into. And then it's fun to go to atmospheres where you're like, I typically hate this, but this one was done in a way. Disco Dragon is what I think of when it's like, I hate clubs. <laughs> that place is a whole vibe where it is a it's a little clubby it, it's a little clubby but it's done in a way where you can still sort of hear people that you're with right um and i appreciate that about them plus they play that one club song about being a vegan yeah that's it, your favorite club song and that is my life's been different ever since so <laughs> honorable mention there um nominee also includes um let's see I can't think of any other like I mean um anime was a gorgeous restaurant Cali was gorgeous tribute was fun because there's nothing like seeing a, a giant oil painting portrait the size of <laughs> our apartment um we haven't talked about claw at all I think that their patio is really pretty it is a fun little energy out on the patio um and they have they share bathrooms with long longs and their bathrooms are really pretty and I'm a big fan. Honestly, Never the fact that I bathroom. didn't put bathrooms on here as a category. That one you could have just run it by yourself because I don't go to the restroom. I would have just voted for Disco Dragon because I've had to go there <laughs> once. 
Um, anywhere that puts wallpaper on the ceiling, 10 out of 10. It's a good bathroom. Dark Hall. Dark Hall has a really great bathroom. Valentine or Bar 1912, I guess same, same. Has They're, a great bathroom because it's attached to the bakery. It that smells sounds wrong. like croissants in their it bathroom. It is in very close proximity to not in. <laughs> <laughs> it always smells like butter in there. Um, And it has a bidet, so... So if you're into that, it's what everybody wants. If it's if it's what you need. Um, I think my winner as far as best atmosphere, though, is Cali. Um, the architecture in that restaurant is just stunning. Yeah. We've watched videos about the architecture of that restaurant, which may have swayed me a little bit. Sure. Um, the like wood panel cutouts for the bar, like being in the shape of a wave because it's San Diego surfer boy. It's gorgeous. Um, the bathroom that had like really gorgeous tiling all throughout and like oh uh your the bathrooms are different colors there i think then we talk about that yours was like you said i think the men's was like it was blackout pitch black yeah. yeah and the the women's was like these really beautiful blue and white tiles and yeah no it was the men's was just a, everything to the urinals to the <laughs> wall to the to the you all know the rest it was <laughs> it was a weird i did not like being in there you know i have to say um I think black toilets are really hideous and really gross. That's... Every time. I've never seen one that looked like it was like upkept super awesome or that like just. Well, lo- how could you tell? That's the whole point, isn't it? That you no, because they'll and... get like. Poo-poo and go. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, I don't know. There's like a white like residue that like builds up on it. And it's like you can see the dust more and it's just. I don't know. It weirds me out. This on Courtney's white residue. <laughs> oh, maybe it's just where I go that has the black toilets. That's a good point. My, be- oh, I didn't even think about that. My best atmosphere went to uh, Luana's Coffee. Oh, I love that place. It's so cute. It was, it was a whole vibe. It was weird, homey cabin meets dive bar meets we've got one TV and we're playing sports ball on it meets. There's a pool table that's no one's using meets a 12 foot glass table with like two grandma chairs as the head caps. And it was a plants, lots of plants. We also went around Halloween. So they had like little witches hats hanging from the ceiling. But I really feel like they could have left those up year round. It would have worked. I wouldn't be surprised if they still had them up. Beyond that, best service awards. Best service. Honorable mention or the, the, the nominees would be. Uh, anime, uh, the Rift, but specifically Troy at the Rift. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm literally only thinking of bad service at this point, so I think those just, are our nominees. Like trying to name our friends that work in the industry. I, I mean, <laughs> do. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of who we would. I wouldn't. Well, the reason that I said anime. Um, I believe our server's name was Jason. I'm like 98% certain. That's a a good name. Um, I think so. And he was just so wonderful. And seeing him interact with other families, specifically the one kid that was running around trying to pull like drapes off the window um, and just how he handled that and how just... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just thought he was so wonderful and... You know, making sure we had everything we needed, um, offering to, you know, give us extra rice with our food to take it home. because We you knew paid we for were... that extra rice. That's one point down yeah, for but, me. Cause... Well, but it's still the thoughtfulness of it. Sure. Like, uh, we go, you, 
that's not one of those restaurants where they're giving anyway for free. I know, but you should. I'm in the camp where like I'm aware that I'm here and shouldn't worry about money. But tell me, I'm going to spend it. Yeah, it doesn't bother me as much when I eat at that type of restaurant. I know what I'm doing. You're the noob. Um, but I just thought he was really great and it was really memorable. And if I got his name right, like obviously like he did, (laughs) he did all the good things. He made an impression. Um, and then of course your nomination is just cause you're in love with. Oh, it's Troy. Uh, uh, He was a stripper. I'm in love with a stripper. (laughs) I know Troy from the rift. Um, he's the most fun, pure little man. He's got the purest vibe. And I'm not a vibe guy, but I like the cut of his jib. <laughs> That's oh, always have, always will. He's a, he's very funny. He's just he goes along with anything. If someone's being stupid, he's just like staring at him with like disappointment. He does make the best faces, but doesn't like move or do anything about it. Because I remember specifically there was like girls in there the other day that wanted shots and he oh was like oh my god that was so funny here's some water for you but didn't like say it or they were like this is water and he just smiled and nodded <laughs> at him and then walked away <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was beautiful love that man yeah that's no that's really solid i think he has to take the category uh the next category is best breakfast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and honestly this one's so hard because there's two Nominees include well, not Taco Bell, obviously. <laughs> the value of a bacon crunch wrap cannot be understated. That's true. Um, Bacanora's brunch, excellent. Very good. Their eggs are always a little overcooked for me, but they do the crispy eggs. Some I think it's just because really their plancha is so so hot that they <laughs> yeah they, just they can't literally do anything, can't do but, anything about it. But I, I also that's like that's a. It's such a small style critique. that people enjoy. Yeah. So. Um, let's see where else. Um, honestly, Ghost Ranch has a really great breakfast. Ghost Ranch's breakfast is we've been, been there in a long time. Um, I mean, obviously the McGriddle. <laughs> let us not forget about the, the the glory. Yes, true. Um, the breakfast sandwich of Valentine. Breakfast sandwich of Valentine is better than a McGriddle, but only slightly. <laughs> Do you think we can get Donnie to make a McGriddle? I'd be surprised if he hasn't already made a McGriddle. Yeah, but do you think we can get him to put it on the menu? No. I'm sure that he would do a pancakes at some point for some reason. And he would call them hoe cakes. The churro waffle? Churro waffle is a good really delicious. I forgot about that. It's a little gluten-free. Oh, so good. Um... The, the duck brandy toast. Duck brandy toast from Le Clochette de Quan. We love that restaurant. My mouth is watering. There's few things that I've had that are as satisfying and indulgent. Where you got the rich duck, the brandy cream sauce, so it's sweet and velvety and unctuous. Roasted tomatoes. Roasted tomatoes, so you get umami and then acidity and some more sweetness there. I think they threw on a couple of like bitter greens to help round it out. Little little arugula salad or something involved but just gets drowned in that brandy cream sauce and it is game over uh crispy country loaf of some sort at the base just it's just so good and i just remembered just now that like literally a month from today we will be on our way back from san diego again so the countdown begins now 
to Duck Brandy Toast. Duck Brandy Toast countdown. Some people get advent calendars for Santa. Some people just punch little holes in their wall because they're excited for duck. Like, we have two weddings coming up. And honestly, like, my big countdown is eating this toast. So, I mean, the weddings will be fun. They'd be more fun if they had Duck Brandy Toast. <laughs> Let's see. And then our and last category. To the final word of the night. This one is the most important one and nearest and dearest to our hearts. The best hashtag Jonah's dinner. Best hashtag Jonah's dinner. What is the hashtag Jonah's dinner, Jonah? It was uh, you. It's well, it's my dinner. It's a joke. It, oh, <laughs> my joke. Your jokes are tastier than. Um, some people's well so I was posting all the time obviously on my personal Instagram about what I was cooking and people would constantly message me and go like Jonah's dinner is always the best like he gets to eat the best food Um, Jonah's dinner is the best which is obviously like how can you tell that from a picture it could be absolute trash Uh, like the one time that I boiled um, bow tie noodles in Powerade and gave that to you for dinner Um, I'm still not recovered from the smell I think my brain is different um i it didn't taste that bad i <laughs> got all the fumes out of the sports drink um but i started using the hashtag jonah's dinner um isn't that when you started doing hashtag jonah's dinner is for the that pasta i think so i mean it probably goes back farther than that it, but yeah i don't know it's been a long time um and now it's just now it's just whatever she's it's whatever making I make is, for is dinner. jonah's dinner um Let's see. Nominees include Stroganoff. You love beef, beef Stroganoff. <laughs> no. Beef with an F. <laughs> Some people enjoy beak. Some people enjoy beet. I'm more of a beef Stroganoff fan myself. Um, um, let's see. Other, other, other nominees in that category include uh, the tikka masala whenever you end up making it, the or butter chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mediterranean food that you make whenever you make the pita wraps, we get pretty, pretty happy with the homemade flatbreads and or falafel. Fala- though the falafels, the fal- oh man, the falafel <laughs> era was this year. Yeah, come and gone so fast, like a cherry blossom. Um, this year for Super Bowl, I made um a food that represented each city that was playing in the Super Bowl. Which is worth noting that it was my idea, and I don't know if I stole it from someone else, but... But it's a new tradition. I'm going to do it every year now. Every year when it's going to be a fun, because I enjoy watching football, and Courtney does not, but it gives her something to look forward to of who's going to be in the Super Bowl so she can figure out what foods to make. Yes, exactly. Um, Which this year, I'm still thinking that it's going to end up being... Well, actually, it could be clam chowder in bread bowls and uh buffalo wings at this point honest to god that's a perfect meal in my opinion um this year it was skyline chili from ohio for specifically cincinnati because there's other teams in ohio that play football i know that i I know you do Um, people ask me to describe you i say knows a lot about nfl i obviously know a lot about sports ball and then the other ones were birria tacos for the Rams. For the Rams, my dad's team. Which ended up winning, and that was your favorite out of the two. I thought your Skyline Chili was great. Honestly, it's really easy to make. It's it's really tasty cinnamon chocolate meat sludge on <laughs> pasta <laughs> and so much cheese. It's Wonder good. A- I think the Bidia Tacos, though, I think I've really nailed that recipe down and like perfected it to the point where like 
I've gone out and had those tacos elsewhere, and it's yeah, just yeah, Pollo Loco did not slap. <laughs> <laughs> No, even at like um Oh, that's another fast food. I had them at a street stall, I had Not them at me. another restaurant, and it just doesn't hit the same. Like I feel like you can make it so unctuous and delicious at home. Yeah, I would be interested to try some of the quesadilla spots in either LA or New York. Oh, but... absolutely. I'm not saying I make the best version. I'm just saying I'm really happy with the version that I do make. Yep, that's fair. And then uh, I think my favorite came from the uh the dumpling dumpling class? Dumpling classes. The samosas that you made were real tasty. I think that people need to eat samosas more. I mean. It is so freaking delicious. They're very good. To eat deep fried pastry filled with like the that ones I the made. Thing. It was the flavor of the pastry on them was real tasty. And it but was texturally that... satisfying. Also, the the spices that included, like having the Ashwan seeds in the pastry. And that's mm. something that like I personally don't know any other uh cultures outside of indian food that use those seeds specifically and still just... don't know quite what those seeds are because they're not used a ton outside <laughs> of that context um but just like the complexity and the depth of flavor is so good and then the ones i did were filled with potato and peas um so you've got the crispy outside the fluffy spiced inside and the, then you dip the it in of the inside the penis of the <laughs> the inside and then you dip it in um i had made a couple different sauces um, but I really liked this cilantro chutney recipe that I found. Yeah. Um, I love mint and chutney too, but I the like cilantro, the cilantro one. chutney because I don't like mint all that much. So, and you just put cilantro instead and made me quite happy. <laughs> but that was really delicious. I need to make those again soon. And then I'm excited for my birthday dinner because I'm hoping for some beak stroganoff. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of beaks would you put in here? Is just it chicken? chicken, just chicken beaks. <laughs> Um, and that concludes yeah, the awards this year, everyone. Yay. Um, we'll have to definitely see what everybody thinks. Maybe add some more categories, maybe lose some categories next year. But I definitely think this is a tradition um, that should stick around because I think it's fun to kind of revisit all the fun things we ate. Yeah. And that's, I mean, obviously things kept popping up as we were talking about it even. So there's. Lots more nominees, lots more food to be had, and lots more categories to talk about, and not including the fact that a lot of those were Venn diagram were like our best desserts were also our best breakfasts because <laughs> we have sweet tooths. Um, and I think it also says a lot about um, the restaurants that we go to because it's a lot of like the same restaurants that we frequent were on this list because they're just consistently really good. They um, have lots of good options. They are. Uh, where they can nail every category. Mm, mm, mm. Be like, yep, we've got a good dessert. We've got a good cocktail. We've got, we got chicken. We got all those chickens. chickens. <laughs> uh, so yeah, stay tuned next week uh, where we just bash every restaurant that we've ever been to. Yeah, nothing but bad, um, <laughs> bad reviews only. Bad. No, that's against our, our ethos, but it, it's fun to think about. Yeah. Maybe, maybe in the future when, you know, once we, we get... decide that we hate small business, but I don't think yeah. that's going to happen. Down with local. <laughs> Rise, Walmart. It's about uh... time that it gets representation. <laughs> I don't see that happening anytime soon. And of course, we always assume that like, if I go and have a great meal somewhere and you go and your meal is like so-so, I don't think it's because the restaurant is bad. I think there's so many different factors. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're the problem. Um, there can be so many different factors into a meal being really great. The service could be off that night. The kitchen could have had 17 call-outs and there was only three cooks there to begin with. Like, you just don't know. I'll go ahead and say it. If you're mad at a restaurant because the food took a little while, unless you're like trying to go to a play or something early on of that evening and you were very specific <laughs> with them, play? we're like, I got to had that happen the other day where we were like we got to go to a play and i was like why, why why'd you come here why are you here then <laughs> um but no if you're going to a restaurant and your like major issue is like yep food took some time i disagree with you on a fundamental level yeah well and i think too like i can love something and you can go and eat it and be like it was fine this Hap- just this is how it is that's just life and if i recommend a restaurant to you it's because it's for me it's anytime we talk about fast food <laughs> well, people can be wrong. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, if you go and you're like, I don't understand what they see in this place. Like, then clearly our experiences are different. And like, that's fine. We're going to make it through. But that's also why we really try hard not to slander anybody because it's somebody else's favorite. And that's awesome. Someone else, you know, I think we talked about it a little bit before, went on a menu. Someone tried it at least once or twice and they were like, want to serve this. So. Yeah. Who are we to yuck someone's yum? Yep. So anyway, stay tuned for next week when we just bash each other. (laughs) Each other. Your taste is terrible. I'm actually. (sighs) Thank you for listening to Love, Food, Hate, Money. This podcast is edited by John Watkins of Feather Fiction Studios. He also does our original music. Thank you so much, John. Um, We still have merch that we have uh, a very limited range of t-shirt sizes left. So if you want one, reach out on um, Instagram or you can email us at hello at lovefoodhatemoney.com. We're still working on the website. I am not a web developer. It's taking a long time. I'm so sorry. Don't look at it. Um, Thank you so much for these last six months. We just hit the six month mark. We started in June. That's so crazy. Time has passed. Things are fun. Um, honestly, we are shocked at how many people listen to this every week and that want to hear our ramblings. Um, so thank you so much. Um, we are really looking forward to next year. We have a lot of big hopes and dreams and things planned. Um, so we hope you'll stick around. Yeah, thank you very much, everyone, for making the past six months go by pretty dang fast. Pretty dang fast. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I made a mess.